Get on your feet. Come on. up and make it happen. Boop, up, up, skeet it up, up. Skiddly whoa. Oh, man. Uh, a little Barrington Levy. <laughs> Skiddly diddly whoa. <laughs> Hold on, let me straighten out the nuts. Yeah, I was going to say you had to, you had to, nuts you had to yeah. cup the nuts. All right, and and also and a sip. Yeah, and a sip. And ooh, he's got the lid off. This man's Lucas with a lid off. Sethus with a lid off. <laughs> Watch me now, hear me now. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people remember that song. Oh, I do. Alrighty. And welcome to lyrics to go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now, Until now, and I'm fully off the hook. I'm fully without the paper. It's it's realer than real deal Holyfield. Now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. You've gone paper free, and you get a discount. <laughs> I'm going paperless, baby. That's right. I am Mark, and I am here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I've had better weeks. It's been, <laughs> it's been a wild... Ooh, baby, baby, it's, it's a wild, wild week. week. Yes, um, it has been it has been a wild one. Um, However, I d- let me just say right now, as I turn to grab the majesty that is the McDonald's iced tea, this is the. I mean, me, I think you and I both can agree, nectar of the gods. And this is a good. N- I'm calling this right here podcast fuel. Okay, yeah, I like that. That's it here. I Clinky, a- Clinky, Clinky. I did ask you to grab a tea, and you were like, "I got a homemade one." Then you were like. I'll get the tea. It's McDonald's. Yeah. Something about the, that it enters and exits through McDonald's. Something about it, it changes something. This is a perfect mix, too. It is. It I really am, is. I'm really, really into it. I like the lemon. You don't. But yes. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, to each their own. Um, but we're not here to talk about sweet and unsweet tea. I could all day. We're not here to talk about lemons uh, or lemon preference. I like those, too. But we are here to talk about something with some vitamin C in it. That's true. <laughs> well... <laughs> That is all vitamin C. Yes, yes, we are here to talk about Colleen Ann Fitzpatrick. Colleen Ann Fitzpatrick. A.K.A. Vitamin C in her song, Graduation, and then parenthetical, Friends, Friends Forever. Forever. Doesn't her name sound like, her real name sound like she's like a lunch lady? Colleen Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I don't know lady. what it sounds like. Yeah, but that, that's Kinda a, does. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, she was an ivory soap baby. What does that mean? She was a baby that was featured on the ivory soap commercials oh, or wow. packaging. Didn't know that. She was uh, she was a child actress in John Waters' Hairspray. You are joking. I'm not. I didn't know that. I'm a huge Hairspray fan. I know you are. Now, I wonder what... I thought maybe you came with that information with you. Uh, I, 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 I saw Hairspray somewhere. But what did um what do you does is there uh, uh does it say what part she had? <laughs> You're flustered. I want to know now. <laughs> I gotta um, know. She was Amber Von Tussle, the bratty on-screen daughter of <gasps> co-stars Debbie Harry and Sonny Bono. This is Amber Von Tussle? Yes. Mom, <laughs> the dance is coming up tonight, and I've got craters. Yep. Oh, wow. She, that, I'm listening to 
Fuck, that changes everything, Mark. That <laughs> really love, does. This is I a, love changing stuff for this you. This is Amber Von Tussle. Holy shit. I didn't even, she doesn't even look like her. Uh, yeah, well, that's, it's her. I mean, in the video, it doesn't look anything in the, you know, as a, from the movie to the video, it looks nothing like her. Oh, wow. She's done it all. Songwriter, record producer, dancer, and actress. She began, um, uh, life, uh, as a, a young child in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to New York University living in the same dorm as Sarah Silverman I- and John Fogelsang. You did know that. I did hear. Yeah, I did see those little bits of information, which is cool. She was also uh, in an alternative rock band called Eve's Plum, which was a uh, play on the uh, actress Eve Plum, Uh who played Jan Brady in the Brady Bunch. That's correct. Yeah. And then, uh, well, and then she had a little band breakup and decided to do her own thing. (coughs) Got Sino Electro Records. And the third single of her debut album was a little number called graduation friends forever that uh has kind of etched itself in the canon we'll play right there in the canon of of, uh of uh high school songs for graduation i've heard i don't know about you but i've been to a couple of high school graduations and they have utilized this song to sad effect (laughs) yeah so that is yes and um so my first qualm with the song is that uh, if you know anything about um, music, uh, like classical music. A wedding. Know, if you've ever been to a wedding. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like one of those like fancy weddings, like an outdoor wedding. Right. Um, where they have those hot plates. Um, <laughs> you'll recognize Pachelbel's canon in, in D. D however, the song is not in D. <laughs> they, no. They, they went ahead and changed it to uh, a different key for the, uh, for, I guess... It's probably in G or something. I think it's in C, Is it if in I C? remember seeing okay. somewhere, which would be ultra fitting. Um, but uh, yes, so this is Pachelbel Canon in D. Uh, one of my first qualms right off is that the song being called friend, called Graduation, you would think they would use Pomp and Circumstance, right? which is the song that people graduate to, da, not Pachelbel's Canon. Canon. Right, yeah. Pachelbel's cancer. Cancer, <laughs> yeah. Pachelbel's cancer, which is pretty much yeah. But you is. would think that you're right that they would, <laughs> or at least they would incorporate it a little bit. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but they don't. They just they they kind of give you this. Uh, it's almost like they just think that you're so stupid that you'll just be like, oh, that's the graduation song. That's exactly what strengths. they thought. That, that's... And and it did, uh, yeah, uh, not uh, not not happening. Um, there is a uh, there is the New York City All City Chorus. Um, that mm-hmm. uh, that sings in the background, yes. and there's some very very good vocal stuff going on there. Yeah, when they have to get soulful, exactly, because yeah. something's gonna help this fucking song. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, you are also old like me. Yeah, old enough to Older. know. Well, yeah, but in yeah. the same realm to remember. Don't forget the sunscreen. Boz Lerman's song. No, I don't know that. It is the the good version of this, and okay. you should listen to it on the way home. So, um, to me, this is like the watered down version of that song, which is a graduation song, a coming of age song, but instead of being like this, apparently the song is actually called um, "Wear Sunscreen" or um, but everybody's it's, free. Yeah, everybody's free. Yeah, and then parenthetical also. To wear sunscreen, right? By Boz Lerman, um, which has a bunch of uh, 
history, but in any event, it is very much commencement speech-esque and gives a lot of advice. Has a lot more depth. And it has a lot. I mean, yeah, it's it's spoken word. It's it's in many ways different, but it's probably what the song aspired to be. Right. This song, however, I think that um, Colleen opened up a yearbook and just took out yearbook quotes and put them in, in, in verse form. Yes. I mean, that's pretty, I mean, or yearbook signings, like what, what people write in yearbooks, you know, that's pretty much what you're getting when you hear the lyrics to this song. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, and it's very typical. It's very. Um, yeah, it's very base. Nothing, nothing unusual, nothing, nothing uh, um, uh, really kind of insightful. It's just it's things that have been hashed over in uh by kids going to school for quite literally since the beginning of education (laughs) i mean yeah i'm sure somebody at oxford wrote oh see you next year you know in fucking 1066 or whenever it fucking opened this song was also released in 1999 just as boz lorman's everybody's free tour sunscreen so it was a very good year for uh for graduation for graduation songs it was a good year for pachelbel's canon and d Yeah, it's every year is a good year for Baca Bell's canon. Right. Um, yeah, so she released the meaning behind the song, which, uh, you know, how much do you have to say? Um, uh, one Sunday while she was writing songs, she began to reminisce about the past and think about the future, comparing the mixed, emotion, mixed emotions of both scenarios. It qu- Quote, it became a very emotional song to write and one that wasn't initially about graduation at all, she explained. I think it represents a template for graduation from high school or college, from job to job, or whenever people move on in their lives. Um, Vitamin C believes the song's message becomes clearer several years after graduating high school when people become aware of their emotions and begin to recognize the feeling of detachment. How were you when you graduated high school? Did you give a flying shit? When I graduated high school? Yes. I was drunk. Okay. I mean, (laughs) that whole year... Uh, I think you know someone that I spent that entire year with, um, and we, um, actually my senior year of high school, I, um, me and that person, my buddy Doug, I was in a band with him for a long time called the Strip Club Moms. One that of the whole best senior local year, bands of all time. Thank you so much. Um, we, um, we got a job working at a phone soliciting place, and after school I would pick him up, and I would uh, take him to the phone soliciting place. We would work there until it got dark. And then when it got dark, we drove to like Sanibel or something like that. And we snuck onto people's piers and fished off of them while drinking rum and got hammered. And then I would drive him back to wherever he wanted to go. And I would usually pull up in the Fort Myers High School parking lot and sleep in the back of my car until the school security officer came up and knocked on the window and said, it's time to go to school, son. And that was my every almost every day of my senior year. I failed. Um, and then I had to come back for half a year. And I came back for that half a year. I never and got, knew that. Got straight A's. Yeah. Oh, that's there you go. What happened to me? I was not like that at all. <laughs> um, I was not a goody two shoes necessarily, but um, I did not care much. I did enough to float by. Mm-hmm. I was fully immersed in music, and about and by that point, I was fully immersed in playing at punk shows and mm-hmm. punk ska shows and stuff. Um, and I hung out with mostly straight laced people, I guess, in large part. Um, my closest friends like didn't drink or didn't drink much or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not care about graduating. I did not want to go to college. That's all I knew. And I did not. And when I left, um, I don't think I cried. I think I was just very like, okay. Like, cause I, I had a core group of friends that I, I was already had moved on. Right. I I was already, already prepared for what the rest of my life was going to be like. Yeah. I was drunk. 
Oh, well, I mean, that, that works too. <laughs> um, can I just say this? Um, I've had the same job for 20 years, and in the early days of that job, um, I would have customers come in um, that were from Fort Myers, Cape Coral, and this happened three times, Mark, three times. I would say to them, uh, I started there in 2001, and I had people come in, and they would tell me that they went to school in Lee County, and I'd say, where did you go? And they'd go, oh, Mariner High School. And I'd say, oh, I know some guys that went to Mariner High School probably around the same time you did, graduated in 97, 98. And they said, really, what were their names? And I would say their names, one of them being Mike, your buddy, and the other one being Mark Davis. And that's me. All three said the same thing. All three. They all went, that was the guy that played the four drums in the pep rallies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they were like, and every time really... I'd walk through the halls, we'd be playing as loud as we could, and everybody would try and hit my drums. And everybody, they all three said that. That was the guy that played the drums. I'll tell you, learning how to play drums and playing in marching band and stuff was a saving grace in high school for me. I'll bet it was. It made, it made me somehow cooler than I actually was. <laughs> if they had fishing and drinking class, I would have been a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Rum class. Uh, a couple of things I want to tie up before we get started in the vocal, in, in the lyrics. Melvin Gibbs plays bass on this. What? Melvin Gibbs of Rollins Band. Really? That's kind of, that is, I, that's a I little was, odd. I was looking through, I mean, you know, he's a session musician. Yes, he is. He's uh, a good the, bass player. The, and the bass line in this is pretty fucking cool. Is it? Uh, he's also played with Sonny Sharrock, who is responsible yeah. for play, for writing and performing the theme song. And this was a no-no question for uh for uh space ghost coast to coast really yes wow okay uh jazz guy um and he's a record producer as well sonny Chirac. yes he's melvin gibbs melvin gibbs is played who with, melvin gibbs is yeah with loads and loads of people most notably in my life as uh playing with rollins, rollins band, band the guy yes. in the liar video the yes movie. yep i know who that you're is talking him about. yeah um I guess we should just go ahead and get started. Yeah, huh? man. We there's um there's you know there's <laughs> there's a lot of drivel that we can go through, but we might as well just cover what we're here to do, and that's uh, go over these awful, awful fucking lyrics. Yeah, I mean, first thing I'm just gonna say right from the jump is this: this big the this song's biggest in my eyes, this song's biggest uh, issue is how childish the lyrics are. It's treacly. Did I it's, use that word before? No, but I like it. It's treacly. It's it's maudlin. It's it's just sappy as fuck. Yes, and it sounds like it. But the and also the 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 rhyme scheme, it's just childish. It's so it's so asin. It's so <laughs> mundane. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Bust out that thesaurus, Marcus. <laughs> and so we talked all night about the rest of our lives. Where we're going to be when we turn 25. Keep thinking times will never change. Keep on thinking things will always be the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, just already, like, I guess I guess the good thing you can say is that this sounds like a 17 or 18 year old wrote it. It sounds like she opened up her high school yearbook and whatever anybody wrote, she just pulled the lyrics. Le- Pulled the words out of that's that's what she did. And again, we're we're touching a little bit in the um, in the Dexy's Midnight Runners realm, uh, where we're talking about the rest of our lives and where we're going to be when we turn twenty five. Right, like that's the rest of your lives. Which I guess when you're eighteen, that is the rest. That of your is life. the rest yeah, of your life. Totally. Um, and the keep thinking and keep on thinking is the the beginning. She, there's a lot of filler. There's this is this is the undexy's Midnight Runners in that. <laughs> 
where in Dexter Men Runner, Runners, they had so much stuff to say. Kevin Rowland was trying to cram stuff in. Right. This, she keeps going, keep on, keep, keep on, on, keep on. Like, keep and keep yes. and keep on, like, just filling stuff in because well, she doesn't Dexie's know what to Dexie's Midnight say. Runners is the, is the hearty meal. It's the bangers and mash. Whereas this is a bowl of pablum. <laughs> this is one I mean, fish yeah. and one chip. Not even. But when we leave this year, we won't be coming back. No more hanging out because we're on a different track. And if you've got something that you need to say, you better say it right now because you don't have another day. Well, the next day will be spent probably waking up sticky somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> let's, We've gone to a party at the lake. Let's, let's talk about the melodramatic nature of this song. If you don't say it today, you won't have another day. These people aren't getting murdered the next day. They're not going to be at high school. <laughs> and like in 1999, you had Friendster. You had fucking cell phones and shit. You, like you had stuff. Right. You were able to get in touch with people. Absolutely. KIT, put your phone number in the yearbook. Like the fact that it's like, if you've got something to say, you got to do it now. Right. You'll never have another chance. It's World's like coming to an end. Are you all getting put to sleep? 9-11's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, they right. knew. Maybe they knew. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, give this to a conspiracy theorist and let them know <laughs> that vitamin C knew that the towers were going to let's, fall. Let's do that tonight, Mark. Me and you go on the QAnon website and drop these lyrics on there. Let's <laughs> see what yeah. comes back out. <laughs> Q posted again. And no more hanging out because we're on a different track. I mean, this is making it sound like... I, you know, I graduated in 98. Yeah. A year or two before this. At no point, even two years earlier, was I like, oh, my God, we're, I'm on a different track. I can't hang out with anybody. Really? And it's funny because later on we'll hear some of the lyrics where they'll talk about how we're going to be. The, the The name of the song is Friends Forever. Forever. Yeah, not friends right now better get it done better 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 fulfill <laughs> yeah, this never gonna this talk friendship to these people again because it's all over after this, shit's, this. <laughs> this shit's over forever and it gets sucked into the world into the void yeah exactly yeah. well i mean you said that you you know you you uh you had you you saw a future you know right when you got uh done with high school you saw things going on did you i mean you um, didn't feel like this at all no, I'm trying to give the benefit to the doubt to the to the kids. Well, that didn't see any. No, again, you know? I I knew that I had, but they didn't have what vitamin C had. They didn't have what Amber had. You know what I mean? This it, the future's bright for Colleen. The future was very bright. You know, and here they're they're trying to make it seem like oh it's all going to be over because we're going to be 25 tomorrow and life's going to suck after that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I'm don't... not going to lie, Mark. 1992, graduating from high school, it was not that bright at that time. It was not like graduating, you know, in the 2000s and, and you know, Florida was, you know, the place that you, you know, you'd fall down and get a job. It was a little bit different. Yeah, I, I you know, all I know is that I was good friends, real actual good friends with anybody from high school that I wanted to stay friends with. Mm -hmm. And I was, I, I mean, I was pretty consumed with taking care of my mom who oh, was yeah. sick at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I was pretty consumed with playing music. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I think I was the, you know, starting to play more and more with table nine. I saw you every weekend and I was playing yeah. loads of music playing a million shows. And so people were coming out to see me if they wanted to see me. Yeah. And so I didn't, you know, maybe I'm just lucky in that I didn't have that. Yeah, that, you're you're definitely coming at this from a not dark outlook. Whereas, you know, this woman has everything going for her 
in the world in 1999. I mean, let's also remember that in 1999, she's 29, 28, 29, you know? I mean, she's already well past graduation, even of college. Yeah. You know, when she's writing these lyrics. It's it's a little odd. Well, let's go through a little, a couple more lyrics, because I have some more thoughts on stuff like this. Okay. Because we're moving on and we can't slow down. These memories are playing like a film without sound. And I keep thinking of that night in June. I didn't know much of love, but it came too soon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Shall we say someone underperformed? <laughs> Shall we say that it wasn't as grand as you expected it to be? Oh, my Christ. So you're telling me that she's a, a young girl in America? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Tough luck. Yeah. Um, my advice to those ladies, pull into McDonald's, grab yourself a tea, strap in for the ride. <laughs> it's probably not going to get much easier in uh, that regard. Indeed. Um, so yeah, here we are uh, talking about how she'll never forget that night in June, probably because she was very under uh, <laughs> underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, yeah. Um, and uh, what, what rhymes with not satisfied? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Unsatisfaction. What rhymes with I didn't get mine? And I don't understand why these memories are playing like a film without sound. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Kind of. Uh, Do you have memories go through your head without sound? Um, no, I not don't generally. So. I don't. Uh, I can remember sounds. Yeah, yeah. me too. I mean, maybe um, it's musicians. You know, I don't. Yeah, know. I guess it sounds like um, Tropic Thunder, where he's like talking about the the brain movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it, yeah, we're, and we can't slow down. I don't think that's true either. It's mm. Just a a bunch of bad. I didn't know much of love, but it came too soon. Came too soon. And I love how they, they repeat came too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Just want to make sure you understand. Came yeah. too soon. Fell flat. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> they should have just put that in the song somewhere. The slide whistle. Boo! Featuring the same slide whistle as the person from D-Light. <laughs> Boo! But without the going back up. And there was me and you, and then we got real blue. <laughs> Stay at home talking on the telephone with me. We'd get so excited. We'd get so scared. Laughing at ourselves, thinking life's not fair. And this is how it feels. Hmm. And there was me and you, and then we got real blue. Mm-hmm. Is one of the worst lines I think I've ever read in my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Well, she wasn't studying poetry or verse with Sarah Silverman there at NYU, man. I mean, that's obviously not the case. These lyrics are just so fucking dumb. (laughs) They are dumb. We'd get so excited. We'd get so scared. Laughing at ourselves, thinking life's not fair. Um, Laughing at the injustice of life as an American white girl. By the way, a lot of this has... um, annotations that i am not looking at yeah we'll save them mark i mean we're gonna get to those yeah <coughs> um, um i will say this for for the uh in keeping thing with that night in june i didn't know much of love but it came too soon the annotation says this is recalling the night that she lost her virginity sometimes it feels like that moment comes why so many fucking pop-ups before you're prepared for it and before you truly understand what love is the loss of virginity is an experience that people remember for the rest of their lives, for better or worse. Right. <laughs> oh, th- th- you're, did Vitamin write that? 
I don't think so. I mean, she probably maybe pretty uh, obvious. I mean, yeah. If or anybody that's experienced gone through this shit, absolutely. Yeah, and and I don't understand. Like, <sighs> I mean, I gotta admit, it wasn't a terrible thing for me. It wasn't an awful thing. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, but of course, I'm a dude, right? You know, yeah. so it's all it's great for you. Usually great for guys. You <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. usually wonderful for guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, the fact that she says, and there was me and you, and then we got real blue. Yeah. Um, she should have just said me and you and a dog named Boo. And, you know, I got the just flu. <laughs> I got the yeah. Fu Manchu. Um, um, Julie Nu Numar Tu Wong Fu. Woo, yeah. woo, woo. And she if she thinks life's not fair at fucking 18. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> grab yourself a tea and strap yourself in. <laughs> because what a ride you're shit. in for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, there's going to be much, much more of that come too soon, honey. It's going to oh, be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. As we go on, uh, we remember the, Mark all the times we had together. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? And as our lives change, come whatever, we will still be friends forever. Friends forever. Friend. Have you ever heard that, Mark? No. It's that's the, when I heard this the first time. That's the first thing I thought of. Saved by the Bell. Oh, Jesus Zach Attack. Christ. Oh, Zach, Zach Attack's band. That was, it was the band. Saved by the Bell band called Zach Attack, and the song that they did was Friends Forever. Jesus. Friends. You're, you're going to have to pull that up sounds, and put this in there. Sounds kind of familiar. You're going to have to put this in the episode. Look it up. Look it up. We'll see. Yeah, I you'll hear me singing to it. i got a lot of editing to, to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess this is just talking about looking I back mean, about your, your friendship being forever mark 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 yes come on now how do we unpack something so simple the answer is <laughs> we don't <laughs> you have to take this shit at face value and just move on that's the chorus folks that's it it's pretty goddamn simple yeah i just think that for a song that is supposed to be so much about the beginning especially about how hurry up you got to say the things you got to say the chorus is basically like we're still around we're still in each other's lives forever. yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so that completely pretty much negates the first verse yeah oh this this fucking verse yeah here's where we get here's where we here's where we glow so if we get the big jobs and we make the big money when we look back now will our jokes still be funny will we still remember everything we learned in school still be trying to break every single rule i mean dude come on read a fucking book like school and rule money and funny like it's 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 her sitting down with a rhyming dictionary and saying let's uh, let's find something that'll still be played at high schools um, in twenty years. She did it, dude. Yeah, she did it. It's still played. It's true. It's still played. It's still fucking used. I like how she thinks that their jokes being funny will have to do with whether or not they get the big the jobs big money and the big money. Yes, because you know laughter and big money go hand in hand. Well, I mean they do if you're you know Sarah Silverman, but maybe it just has to do with whether or not you grow up. Yeah. 
you know, do you think you most of the jokes that you remember from back in the day are still funny? Some of them, a lot yeah. of them, actually, uh, quite a few of them. I, I think that there's a lot, but you know, but the the real the real stinger of this is, will we still remember everything we learned in school? I would fucking hope so. Yeah, I would really hope so. I mean, I know you're well, not at least a remember, lot of it, at least most of it. You know, I mean, I remember, you know, like I told you, being drunk for a good portion of it. I still remember a ton of what. I guess I was blessed though. I mean, I remember a ton of what uh, of what I was taught. You know, so. And and still trying to break every single rule. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you grow out of that. Hopefully well, you learn, unlike uh, Derek and everybody in some forty one. Oh God! To, to uh, but she's not really. No. I mean, come on, she's a sweet girl from New Jersey, not a not a, a a little shit from Canada that's you know squeezing, you know, ugh, just fat lips. Will little brainy Bobby be the stockbroker man? Can Heather find a job that won't interfere with a tan? I keep, I keep thinking that it's not goodbye. Keep on thinking it's a time to fly. And this is how it feels. Dude, little brainy Bobby be the stockbroker man? Dude, do you know what this kind of reminds me of? And you're going to kind of feel bad about this. They all used to call him Jimmy the Geek. He was a dumb-looking, scrawny little four-eyed freak. Yeah, I mean, I, he was—he was—he's a that it's boy a could joke. dance. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a joke song. This is supposed to be serious. <laughs> this is supposed to be serious. Who, who goes? Hey, what's your profession? Oh, I'm a stockbroker man. Yes. <laughs> who says stockbroker man? I, I guess little brainy Bobby. No one. <laughs> little brainy no Bobby. One. Well, he's not calling himself that. She's calling no, him the stockbroker yeah, man. Is... It's vitamin C that calls people stockbroker man. <laughs> what do you do for a job? Oh, I work uh, on Wall Street. Oh, are you a stockbroker man? No, 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 no. Are you a stockbroker? No. I'm, I'm a, a stockbroker stock man. man. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was given that name by Colleen Fitzpatrick. You might know her as Vitamin C. Oh, you're Brainy Bobby? Let the me step back. Man? <laughs> uh, the annotation for the, um, the uh, can Heather find a job that won't interfere with a tan? It's very weird. The annotation says, Anna likely became a teacher so that she could take summers off and hang out the Jersey Shore. It, the woman's name is Heather, not Heather, Anna. Who the fuck is Anna? I was just going to say. <laughs> right, yeah. It was downvoted 11 times. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, but I think that's the level of person who's probably listening to the song trying to take <laughs> right, it apart. Right. Um, and I mean, I'd like to think that, yes, Heather could find a job. That wouldn't, inter- she could be a lifeguard. It's called a fucking weekend. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Or a tan tanning booth. Or... It's again. It's not. It's not fucking eighteen twenty two. No, it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, There's plenty of ways to get tans. Heather. Heather's not. Re, re, you know, being consigned to the coal mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's not. She's not a fill in canary. Be in the sun. Yeah, she or could, she could go to work on a farm. She could pick vegetables. And Jesus this, Christ. I keep. I keep like. I think she does that again. Uh-huh. And that is that she shit. Keep. Yeah. I keep. I keep. It's like I couldn't think of anything to fit in there. So I'm gonna stutter. Step. So I'm just gonna stutter, just like stockbroker right. man. It's like, well. Oh, stock with little brainy Bobby be a stockbroker. Well, I can't just say stockbroker because that's really fucking hard. Yeah. You know, will Heather go and learn to play poker? Like, it's just filling. (laughs) It's just fucking nonstop filling shit in. (coughs) Yeah. Um, So. And and she keeps on thinking it's. So, Mark. It's a time to fly. Yeah. This is how it feels as we go on. We remember all the times we 
had together And as our lives change Come whatever We will still be Friends forever (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time you've sung it, Mark Oh. It, the, the the bug has caught. And then the we've got a bunch a, of laws. Yeah. Shit ton of laws here. Now, this I mean, is a part I've been excited to talk about. Okay. All right. I see your hackles rising. Does this little string break mm-hmm. not sound like something from fucking Monday Night Football? Yeah. It, it, it really kind of comes out of nowhere. Ba-da-dun-da-da-dun. You see the, the Fox News football it's exactly, guy running. <laughs> it's fucking Fox football. It's like it's ex- it reminds me of it so much. It's supposed to be so triumphant. It, yes, but it's like a fucking ripoff. It, it, it doesn't. It also just doesn't fit at no. all. It like, sounds like Sparta is about to fucking call. Exactly. War, it like, goes from the the calm, soothing tones of Pachelbel, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden it just it just jumps. At, you're right, Sparta. It's like, okay, now we're going to throw you in a pit and see, you know, what's going to come of the rest of your life. Are you going to survive this, you know? Right. I mean, that's that's kind of what it sounds like. It's it's like their attempt to, like, make their own thing, and it just doesn't work at all. Yeah, it's just trying to be, like... Which kind of makes know. sense, because when you hear this song at a graduation, I don't I don't remember hearing this part. I think they kind of, like, you know, wipe it out, or they turn the, the song off before it gets to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we think about tomorrow like we think about now. Can we survive it out there? Can we make it somehow? I guess I thought that this would never end. And suddenly it's like we're women and men. It's like we're women and men now? Like, can we're you grown? believe it? Yeah. Um, this is also where the, the Pachelbel's canon indeed drops out. It's like it's like an acapella. It's just the drums and her, you know, grooving. This is the, this is the vitamin groove. <laughs> you know, uh, she's you know she's she's breaking it down. This is the breakdown, Mark. Uh, we think about tomorrow like we think about now. I would hope not. Can we survive it out there? Can we make it somehow out there? Once I again, mean... once again, you are a white, probably Protestant or Catholic girl in 1999 United States. If you're not going to make it here. I feel fucking bad for you. Again, it's it, the level. I think the thing that bugs me maybe most about the song is the level of like trumped up theatrics. Yeah. Make it out there. When did you start working? I mean, I was working when by I was like 15. 14. Yeah. When I was 14, I got like, a work. Job I just the... started working more than going to school. Yeah. Yeah. Same like, thing. To sit there and make it sound like. We're getting released from a cage. I don't know if I can fend for myself on my own. Yeah. It's like, you're going to, you know. My parents are literally going to drop me into a river and I might die right. of drowning. You know, that's yeah, that's like, that's the way they make I, it seem. I never learned how to not hunt like, for sport. I'm not going to have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're, uh, listen, Heather, me and you are going to have to chase down a gazelle and eat it raw. Yeah, <laughs> will we make it? Will it happen? Are we going to starve? No, you're not on the fucking Serengeti or New Jersey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Will the past be a shadow that will follow us round? Will these memories fade when I leave this town? I keep I keep thinking that it's not goodbye. I keep I keep, keep on thinking uh, it's a time to fly. Uh, she had to say it again. Yep. Yeah, I keep I keep, I keep thinking I keep I keep uh, I keep I keep I keep 
Got to crowbar that meter in there. That, oh, the meter I'll correctly. Give me yeah. a crowbar. I'll take care of it. <laughs> More, Mark, you're really kind of you're expressing yourself on this one. And will the past be a shadow that will follow us round? It might be. I mean, it could. Everyone's be. fucking past is a shadow that yeah. follows them round. That's why we go to therapy. <laughs> I mean, it is. Well, I mean, like, I mean, that's why everybody needs it, Mark. It's your past is what makes you. It is a earlier shadow. That... She says that she's going to try and break every rule. It's like, well your shadow is following you around because you're fucking asking if it can like mm-hmm. try to stop being a piece of shit. Maybe you'll be all right. Oh, uh, McDonald's drink break. It all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is getting me all worked up here. It is. You've, you've, you've gotten quite emotional about it's this. It's just very stupid. It is really. And bad. I mean, like, you know, it's, it, it's look, even if I didn't necessarily have like the same, uh, jumping off as other people from high school, um, I mean, you know, I understand the concept of like being bummed that it's over. Yeah. Um, and that's that's cool and that's fine. But to think the world's gonna end. Well, to put I mean, it in such child I mean, this is like undermining the beauty of those high school friendships ending. Yeah, and what to, you learn to yeah. make it this I mean, this is coming from like the resident, you know, ding dong from high school it's like i read a poem i can't believe college is soon i can't believe i have to clean my room i keep i keep thinking about how this is going to end can I, what is your address so a letter i'll send can i it's just like can i can i make a confession here sure this is going to get real serious all right in my senior year the, the one the the first one where i drank a lot um, I was really close to all the kids, all the other kids in my English class. You okay? Mm-hmm. I'm okay. yawning. I was really close to, to all my, it. all my, oh yeah, I'm, this, I know this is a terrible story. Um, but I was really close to all my friends, these kids, everyone in my English class. We were all very close, even though a lot of us were not friends throughout the first three years of school. And on the last day of school, I sat there and wrote a poem. <laughs> really? About everyone in the class. I did. This really happened. Please, I would like everyone that knew me from years past to refrain from the, the laughter for just one moment. You can laugh when this is done. I wrote this poem about every single person in class. And, um, and somebody next to me read it. And they told the teacher. And the teacher made me stand up and read it in front of everyone in the class. Holy shit. And about half the class cried. Wow. And I folded it up and was getting ready to tear it up. And the teacher came up to me. Her name was Mrs. Camp. She was a teacher at Fort Myers High School for many, many years after. Mm-hmm. And she took the the, um, the 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 poem and folded it up. And I saw her put it in a folder on her desk. Ten years after the fact, I saw her at in Fort Myers <clears throat> at the Colonial uh, Publix. And she walked up and she went, Seth Ford? And she walked up to me and she went... I still have that poem that you read on the last day of school. We've got to find this one. We got to get this poem. And I'm wondering, and that was 10 years after the fact. We're now at 30 years after. We got to find her. As we go on, we remember all the times we had together. Are we going to do this? No, No. it does it three or four times. Yeah, it does it three more times. And nothing really changes. There's not that. Actually, there is. There is, like you said at the beginning, there's a good part to this song. There's some soulful stuff, and that's those soulful vocals in the and they pop in right at the very beginning 
of the first of the last choruses. And there's a there's a, a choir in the background and and a and a vocalist who does some pretty goddamn impressive acrobatics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean in my opinion and she does sound pretty good. I'd rather that they just have made an album of her singing. I wonder who she is sometimes, but I don't know if we'll uh, her name is Venice Thomas. Venice. Oh, good last name. Um, yes, uh, she is an American R&B, jazz, and soul mm-hmm. blues singer. Um, she did a song called "Let's Talk It Over," mm-hmm. uh, which was a 1987 U.S. Billboard R&B chart hit single. Right. Um, and she has done uh, a number of uh, songs. Uh, she's born in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh hell yeah! To know. Hell yeah! <laughs> a great place to be born in. Maybe not to grow up, but to be from. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's kind of a crazy place. Uh, her material has been recorded by Patty Austin, Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson! Uh, uh, Larry Coriel and Diana Ross. Oh, fuck yeah. So she knows what the fuck she's doing. All right, Miss Thomas. Yeah, it's it's the one it's the one bright spot in the whole fucking song is her vocals. That is, it, it, they really are superlative, man. They really are very good when i listened to this the first couple of times all the way through because like i said in the past i'd only heard like the first three verses and and like one chorus and that's usually what they use um i never paid attention to that little weird uh fox football break (laughs) and the uh and and the uh and the gospel vocals in the background um and she is really fucking good, man. Everyone loves this fucking song, Seth. Oh, are we going into <laughs> uh, well, the... Okay, every, go ahead. Everyone, everyone cries when they hear this song. Right. Every time I hear this song, I cry. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, a girl at my school is going to sing on this on the last day, and I think a lot of student seizures and parents will cry like they did. A lot of um, student seizures will happen. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you said. This song really makes me sad sometimes because one of my closest teachers slash friends is moving away and she did a PowerPoint presentation with pictures of all of us. She played the song during it. Every time I hear the song, I'll always remember her and the touching pee-pee she did. Touching pee-pee? PowerPoint. Oh. But they say pee-pee. <laughs> touching which, pee-pee? Hey, if I... If I Who may, is this teacher? <laughs> if I may offer a little bit of uh, insight... Don't refer to a PowerPoint as a PP. Yeah, no. Hey, it's got that Canon chord progression in it. Hey! I only just realized that. I just realized I'm hearing that chord progression everywhere. Oh my God, my tears are ah. I will really miss my class a lot. <laughs> I mean, everyone like thinks about a specific person or there's whatever. Like. You know, here's the funny part about this, Mark. This song was released one year after time of your life good riddance oh geez. which is the i mean if you're going to hear two songs at graduation it's going to be this song and fucking green day's good riddance and I good mean, riddance is a much better fucking much song. better like song. world's better far better song and i'm not a huge green day fan it's a not a bad song yeah this is a bad song Oh, very this bad is song. a very, very, yeah. very stupid song. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? No. Um, no, we yeah, can. I, really... I mean, if you can find something interesting on song facts or song meanings or genius, we, I'd like to hear it. I but... do think it's funny. This is uh, from song facts. The music in this song is based on canon in D major by German composer Johann Pachelbel, okay. though the key is changed appropriately to C. Uh, Canon right. in D is known for its use in weddings, while pomp and circumstance is the traditional graduation march. So they take it upon themselves to, uh, to you know, put in a little bit of that information there. Well, it's D major. I always thought it was D minor. 
but yeah. Oh, it's too happy to sound minor. <clears throat> uh, uh, one, I guess, one other thing that I will mention um, uh, about this song. Oh, where am I? Uh, one other thing that I will mention about the song is there was a version of it uh, that was done uh, during the pandemic called Worst Year oh, Ever. Oh, yeah, I saw that in in the notes. Yeah. I, saw um, I didn't bother to listen to it, Mark. Graduation just... 2020, Worst Year Ever. Neither did I. I will say this. Mm-hmm. They asked her to do it. It was done by Vizzy Hard Seltzer um, and um, Rethink Communications. And they asked her to do it, and she said yes. She might have wanted to have rethink that action. Um, they said, as the first hard seltzer with vitamin C, because they have vitamin C infused in their hard seltzers, it only meant that it made sense to pair up with vitamin C, the artist, and the most iconic farewell anthem ever. It only made good monetary sense. To- when the company presented the offer to vitamin C, she decided to use it as an opportunity for fundraising, and she donated her appearance fee, which Vizzy Hard Seltzer soon matched to the United States Bartenders Guild and the COVID-19 L.A. County Response Fund. Well, that's nice of her. There you go. Something so nice, good came of exa- this. That's like yeah. the only good thing that came out of this. Creep Factor? Um, <laughs> I kind of want to put it at a negative, man. Because more than anything, I just kind of, you know, she's talking about her bad sexual experience, and that's, I feel bad for her. There's like no creep there. It's more like... Oh, it's yeah. just, it's like pity. I, I'll give it like a 0.5. I, I, I was going to say like a 0.3. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just feel they, bad they for They talk her. about consensual sex and, and love and coming too soon. And how lame it is. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and it's like the only second that you can relate to anything in the song, really. I mean, uh, it, it's just, it's no, there's nothing edgy, dangerous, insightful, new, special, happy, there's nothing good about this song at all, Mark. Nothing at all. No. God, right. and you know, the thing is, is that my week has been, I've had a kind of a bad week. My week has been so bad that normally a song like this was would bring me down. But coming over here and talking with you about it, I'm in a better mood now. Whereas I think this is the one time I think this song might have brought you down more than it than, than the songs do me normally. I mean, it's just I don't like, like I don't like all, fake man. sentimentality. Yeah, and that's what this reminded me of. And I guess a lot of people uh, love it. So who am I to say? But um, I, I think you're someone that has 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 insights into music and art that are more refined than your common. Uh, I don't know American troglodyte. I guess I don't know. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, let's say we try to have a guest on next week. I really hope so. Who do you want? Is there anybody you want? We can talk about other people and bring them up and hopefully that they'll hear this. Do you have somebody in mind? I haven't even asked her yet, but I'm going to just go ahead and assume that we can, we can make it happen. Who? Let's do Whenever, Wherever by Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Along with Kyle Ann. Oh. Let's get her on and let's, uh, let's talk a little Shakira. All right. Let's talk about those hips that, uh, that are unfortunately prone to tell only the truth the liar the liar line. hips yes if you will i think that'll be a fun time moving the signs on my body <laughs> yeah oh man so we're going to uh we'll try not to imitate her too much yeah when let's, we do let's this hold we'll, it, try, let's hold we'll it try and hold back uh so listen to shakira uh whenever wherever and we will uh, we will discuss those next week anything any closing thoughts yeah mark you and i are we're we're gonna be friends forever right I think so. I hope so. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that in the future we won't look back on all the things that we've learned and forgot them. 
No. And when I'm the stockbroker man, oh, you'll look wait. back and, and I'll make sure and that you get a job. And when I have a job that job doesn't that, inter- interfere with my tan. Yeah, I'll, I'll hire you and, and on the weekends you can work on your tan. That's what friends are for. Thank you so much. In good times and bad times. Amen. I'll be on your side forevermore. Bye. Somewhere between my mouth and your ears Some words got lost The idea wandered off Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>